Hello and welcome to I'm Not Doing This Without Alcohol. My name is Denise Ferguson from Fine Surveys and today I am here with Louise White. Hi Louise, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Mm. I'm really good. So today I didn't bother doing my hair or my makeup because I've got loads of eczema. So if anyone else works in the beauty industry, this week is insane because we could only go back to work or my clients could only get back to work on yesterday oh my god it feels like a week already so Um, it's been utterly manic so I'm a bit stressed and covered in eczema exactly (laughs) but I'll have a nice bath and just jump on with wet hair and you won't care so Louise what is your business called and what do you do yeah so I am currently under my name Louise White Fitness Um, And I'm basically a personal trainer and online transformation coach. I do mainly prioritise online. Um, That is where more of my client base is. And I feel quite, um, well, quite passionate about doing online. I also do a lot of Instagram sort of like influencing, you might say, like, um, you know, uh, what am I wanting to say? Recording workouts and posting them, posting nutrition and stuff like that. Um, so that's mainly my business niche at the moment is obviously more the fitness side, like person training, online training type of thing. So is that what you did before um, COVID hit, or did you turn more onto online once the kind of world got twisted upside down? Yeah. So really, I mean, to be honest, I only. Part well, I did my uh, qualification in January to February time, and I actually finished it just before lockdown. So really, I was only qualified as a personal trainer just before lockdown hit. So really, going into it, I've always sort of done more online um, sort of clientele because obviously that's what I could do at the time. Um, I do still like have part classes, so like fitness classes, um, and do have some one-to-one clients. But I I do really enjoy um the other coaching aspect that online holds and that I personally offer. And so to be honest, COVID really actually pushed me to do it full time because before that I was still part time working as like a PA. Um, But I knew further down the line, I did want to fully go into fitness. Um, But yeah, that was sort of the push I needed um, because obviously I sort of didn't have much work going on um, due to obviously lockdown and COVID. So you did, what did you say you did before? PA? Yeah. Before. So, I, so what pushed you into even before kind of the COVID times? What made you go for the fitness? Has that always been something that you're into? Yeah. So I've literally from school, I've always been really into my sports. So I did PA for GCC, dance for GCC. I've always really been into fitness and just movement in general. I was always like in the teams at school and stuff like that. Um, I never really knew what I wanted to do. So when I left school, I think I'd obviously I started a gym um, and I'd left sixth form and I didn't really want to go to uni. I didn't, there wasn't any course I wanted to do and I just, it wasn't for me. I wanted to get into the world of work. But I massively relied then on my fitness to help me through because I, I just wasn't sure what I wanted to do. So I did work in an office initially. That was before the PA, I was sort of an account manager. And then from that did about eight months PA work um but I just knew it was never like it never sparked me it never made me excited I was just sort of doing it and I thought well look why not try it I wanted to get my qualification I'd started Instagram about a year ago posting workouts and stuff just because that's what I really enjoyed and I just wanted to share share that share my passion with others um 
and yeah I think then there was always the idea to go full time with it but for me I get quite like scared like can I do it and a lot of self-doubt but I was like I'm just not sure so having that job on the side is just like a sort of a a little safety net um so I think it was a good push for me to be like no you're totally out now you've given your all to it um which has been really beneficial for me to give up so much time to it being able to you know post more content put more time into it and just really work one-to-one with people more and so it would always it was always been like in eyesight but for me it would just like gave me that final push to sort of do it full on yeah my uh, mother-in-law's online hi judy she's saying i've got a big drink so at least prove to her that you've also got a drink please yes i have i have got a drink (laughs) it's not just me judy and this isn't big compared to the ones you pour me anyway (laughs) so what are you drinking tonight every time i take a drink i swallow ice cream sorry I've got some white wine, to be honest, I'm not, like, I haven't got, we haven't got loads of alcohol in the house, we're not a massive drinkers day to day, but my mother's partner does love some wine, so that was what we, that was a choice for tonight. Yeah, we are big drinkers, but I am also massively into my fitness too. I'm a runner oh, and I, yeah, I do, wow, I just, wow, yeah, love running. It's the thing that's kept my family alive throughout lockdown, if I didn't go out for a a daily run I think I'd have throttled them all by now so is that what do you also believe in it as a kind of mental health support too yeah and I think that's definitely that's definitely what I more sort of aim more now for clients I definitely try and promote it more for actually how it's going to make you feel rather than for results if that respect because I think there's so many there's so many personal trainers out there there's so many fitness gurus or whatever and all they all it is is like oh come to me and I'll help you you know with fat loss fat this you know lose 30 pounds whatever which I get is some people's goal but it's actually not everyone's goal and I feel like exercise is just more than to look a certain way it is definitely helps you massively with your mental health and physical health like internally as well as externally obviously you might get some obviously results from that but I feel yeah sometimes fitness a lot within the industry there's so much that so much bs essentially that is you can say bullshit on this podcast Uh, yeah so so much bullshit that's been put out there um that you can't eat this and you can't do that and it's actually i just want you to make it a lifestyle and that's the main thing for me and i'm really prioritizing at the moment busy sort of working professionals because they're sitting down all day especially at home as well they're not getting outside they're barely moving and at the end of the long day it is and at the end of the long day the last thing you feel like you want to do is to get up and exercise and that's why I'm trying to show them and you you can do a great workout literally in 15 minutes so all you need while the dinner's on I in the first lockdown I was out running every single day doing you know three no, no, it was just three miles, actually. It was just three miles every day. Um, wow. I know that's a lot for some people, but it's not, that's not really a lot for No, that, that's and, um, good, yeah. Yeah, and I was doing it every day. And because I wasn't doing my usual visiting clients, up and down stairs, blah, blah, yeah. I was steadily still putting on weight. I mean, it, it, I probably was drinking more. I probably was eating a bit more, but nothing in comparison to so many of the other stories. And I was steadily yeah. putting on weight because I just wasn't doing the 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 normal Amount movement that I would be doing do. in a day I was sat on my ever-increasing arms <laughs> every day 
But I think that's that's also part of it, which I always try and say. It's like within your working day, just get up and walk within your lunch break. I know some people are really busy, but even if you can take a quarter of it just to get some steps in, it really pushes up your needs, um, which yeah. is non-exercise activity on Genesis. Like it's just the movement you do. So even every hour, if you get up and just walk to the kitchen and back, or like you know, get a drink or a cup of tea or water or whatever. I'm not saying every hour I'll get a cup of tea, but you know what I mean? Just get some movement in each hour, even if it's actually standing up, doing a few stretches. It's getting your body to create some movement and that's activity. So it's keeping everything flowing. Um, and I think that's what's so important because otherwise you can feel so sluggish um, when you sit down all day. Um, but, and I know it is hard for people that are working so busy, like nonstop, but it is about prioritizing that because in the long run, you're going to feel so much better for it. Um, and yeah, it does really count. Like just walking, people think, oh no, it doesn't. Walking and like little movements, like she said, up the stairs when you walk to, you know, office or, you know, your commute, it does really add up and really helped with that sort of energy. Um, Absolutely, I would never even consider getting in a lift or, or you know, escalators or anything like that. I would always use the stairs. And it must have been those things that I just wasn't doing anymore that was just making such a big difference. Yeah, exactly. the, the drinks and, and things like that. I know it sounds absolutely ridiculous, but what um, even at my when I was at my office, I would have um, well-famed in my um, circle for drinking mugs huge mugs of tea <laughs> and I'll always have like a huge bottle of water on the go and you know maybe the occasional diet coke or something like that and I'll always have you know three or four drinks on the go just keep it and that was my way of you know at some point I'm gonna have to get off my ass and go to the toilet you know and and you know that that's exactly. and that's what I kind of had to reintroduce here at home um, because if not I would just sit there I wouldn't drink a single thing I wouldn't you know get off, off yeah. of the computer and especially zooms and stuff like you know this I'm lucky I can sit and drink gin and you know it's part of the podcast and nobody can tell me off but when you're on a zoom you don't want to be glugging tea and stuff like that so it you know it has made a massive difference to people mm. and it's so such an unhealthy way to work even though there's great benefits of working from home you know for people's yeah. mental health and stuff like that but I have definitely noticed I'm not getting the neat and I know a lot of people don't understand what neat is and essentially what it is 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 your everyday movement towards you know yeah so if you want to explain it more that'd be great yeah so it's your non-exercise activity thermogenesis so it's basically your movements from just like fidgeting moving about walking the stuff that you're not perfectly doing so it's not your actual physical exercise and it is everything beyond that that it's just little movements that you do in the day that all add up because obviously every movement you do is is creating physical activity in your body that is expending then more energy um and so I think that's obviously part of it as well yeah people haven't been moving as much I know like my sister like she hasn't been doing she used to walk you know to the station then in London then come back home and where she hasn't got that anymore um she's like my steps just really I'm she used to always get past 10,000 steps she knows like a rough guideline but she's like I really struggle to get it these days because she's just in her flat um you know working all day every day um and so that's why I think it's so important if you can just prioritize you know in your lunch break getting out or before or after and I know right now it's really not helpful that it gets dark at like four o'clock um because otherwise you could go after work if you, you can just throughout the day um you know at your lunch break or even do some emails on your phone that's what I do I always do like editing and stuff on my phone on a walk because I just find it's I'm just so much more 
productive with it, I can get it done while actually doing my walk at the same time, getting some fresh air. Um, and yeah, what I tend to do is yeah, I tend to do like a Facebook Live or an Instagram Live yeah. or something like that as I'm walking the dog. And that's another good thing, having the dog now as well. It's really given me the kind of force to have to go out, even though today he was having none of this weather oh my god how horrible was it (laughs) he honest to god he was like scratching at the door going i need to go toilet i need to go toilet and then i was opening the door and he was going no no i ain't gonna push him out of the door but um tara's just uh, lara sorry she's popped on to say she wants to be a podcast guest so um, message claire and we'll get you on as soon as possible you can get the drinks in um so more about your business Obviously, it's kind of a virgin business throughout lockdown, so you never really knew what it was before. But has the kind of lockdown changed your future plans, or did you did you know that it was always going to be the the way it is now? What is your plan for the next two, five, ten years? So I think it has changed quite a bit in the respect that you know I was like I've got my personal uh, personal training qualification, you know. I might use that with some clients, blah, blah, blah. But I think from lockdown and doing everything a lot remotely and also finding a specific niche that I'm really passionate about helping. So mine is busy professionals wanting to, I put time and time without basically dieting. Because for me, I feel like I want to help those people that don't have knowledge of exercise, but want to make some change. And it doesn't have to be, you want to be a gym junkie and, you know, whatever a size six it's not about that there's healthy looks different on everyone for me it's about helping people that are you know busy they have any time feel that they can't get those results they want really don't feel confident themselves to actually show right with these few little tweaks within your day within your diet you can see amazing outcomes but still live the life that you love and that you want and you can still go and socialize and have some have some drinks it's not about restricting all of that because I think there's a lot of all or nothing mentality when it comes to yeah it just it's not a sustainable way to live and that's why when you were saying that you that some personal trainers and it's not their fault because they're just working towards their niche which is fine but some personal trainers that have loads of these clients that want to have a certain number on a scale or so many clients that want to work towards fat loss the reason that it's unsustainable is because that's a goal that is finite and once you get to that goal the only way that you are going to go is back and the same with the same with fat loss yeah as soon as you've got that goal that you've got in your head the only way you're going to go is back yeah and for for me I think you know you know I'm not I'm not the you know size that I want to be and I'm not the the you know healthy weight that makes me happy but I'm really fit and I'm you know healthy-ish and I can eat relatively well and drink whatever I want and maintain that and still be able to run you know yeah I could run a half marathon tomorrow and I'd you know it wouldn't be amazing timing but I could do it and that makes me feel strong and secure and and great 100% yeah but if I was a size I'm not one of those girls that if I'm a size eight I'm seven stone you know if I'm a size eight I'm 10 stone anyway like having a number on a scale would be so demoralizing for me because I'd have to be utterly emaciated in order yeah. to fulfill that goal and I think if people understood that actually that number on that scale only works for one person in a hundred it's just an insane goal to go for of course 100 percent. which is why I also never recommend scales because there is not you know 
there is not one weight that is a good weight for someone because if you've got more muscle if you're naturally taller um yeah you're no, I'm tiny I'm just really muscly yeah exactly and that as well you're always going to be heavier and actually it's if you're building muscle while losing fat you'll probably stay the same way it's just yeah. because I've changed over but there's always like this like it's been brainwashed to people like oh as, as long as I'm seeing a number go down it's better when actually no that that's not the case at all you definitely it, it's all about you know measurement that's why I, ne- I never sort of say about weight I say go on your measurements and go on progress photos and how you feel when you look in the mirror that's the best sort of results you can go by because you can actually see side by side this change and also obviously if you want a number well then do take some measurements you can see that your weight has gone down the size or you know whatever your goal is and um, or even up if you're trying to mm-hmm. you know, people are trying to gain weight as well so I think there's just so much as I said earlier bullshit within the fitness industry that I really want to help those that could probably quite easily get taken by all this knowledge that is a load of shit and help them in a way that they're going to get basically a life that they love they feel amazing themselves and it doesn't mean they can be that can be any size every you know you might feel happy at size 14 you might feel feel happy at size eight but it's how you feel in yourself and that's the most important because you could get to you know the smallest size ever but still be really unhappy because you have other mental battles so it's about what's going to make you feel good in yourself and make you feel like you're not restricting life because again it's the more you do like dieting and all that you're just going in it's that's why it's called yo-yo dieting because you just go in a cycle you put all the weight back on that you lost and that's why I would say again it's a marathon not a race you know the slower the better really because it's more sustainable if you that's why all these like herbalife shakes and stuff like that sorry to name called out but it's just, Ugh, it's, just all that rubbish. it's just so rubbish because they're basically you're replacing food with liquid and that's but why. you're also replacing sorry you're also replacing um habit you're not you're not teaching people the right habits either if you say to somebody this shake will make you skinny you're not teaching somebody how to learn how to eat properly how to nourish their body how to move well and you know um one of the studies i read ages ago was about how women when they do these crazy diets they their energy levels drop so low that their neat drops to absolutely nothing so they stop using the stairs they stop you know walking at lunchtime because they're knackered because women in life we literally never stop you know if we're not working we're looking after kids or we're you know making sure that the bed sheets have changed or that you know we've got laundry done or we've got food in the fridge and all like we never stop so well, the things that we can naturally cut out, like I'll get in the, the lift today or or I'm not going for a walk at lunchtime and stuff like that, because you've reduced your calorie intake so much that you're just like a shadow of yourself. So you're having to work harder to lose those calories rather than, you know, eat nourishing food and move yeah. naturally is like, you know, the best way to learn. A hundred percent. Like food is fuel at the end of the day. Yeah. Food and the food is energy. medicine as well. I firmly believe 100% that. hundred percent food is medicine. Yeah. And that thing, like, I mean, I've gone through, I went through a period of restriction and it does, it makes you feel you don't have the energy, you're not strong and your actual metabolism will go down. So you might be eating like, because you're already eating so low calories from what you're meant to be eating, your body is screaming out for help, so your metabolism's got to go down to try and meet that. So then if you're trying to lose more weight, 
then you're going to have to go down to a ridiculous amount and then you're just not going to be able to pretty much survive because your body needs a certain amount baseline just to live and function so if you were to lay in a bed all day and do nothing your body still needs a certain amount of calories just to live and function so your brain your heart everything and so that's why I think people are like oh yeah the, the less calories the better definitely not a lot of people actually up their calories and see more progress because their yeah. body's finally getting the nutrients it needs to function to then burn the fat if that's your goal and everything else so that's why again food it's not about you know I never that's why I say without any dieting because it's not about or without restriction because it's not about restriction you don't need to take out the things you love but it's about everything in moderation and balance and you can get all your goals and more by eating everything so it's you know carbs healthy fats proteins you can have chocolate and still get amazing goals and it's better to do that because the more you deprive it the more then later you're going to like binge on it because your body the more you get rid of something your body's just crying for it because really you want it so the best thing is is if you wanted a bit of chocolate have a little bit because you're actually then feeding the fuel that's screaming out for it and then you won't think about it anymore otherwise the, the more and more it's on your mind then you'll just end up binging and again you're going to a binge and restriction cycle and it's just so unhealthy for your mind and for your body I think more so your mind because I, I think yeah. it takes you out of that zone of of being able to to live a sustained life in a healthy yeah. way anyway we're going on to rants which I could do forever because I'm yeah. exactly <laughs> the same as you I believe so much in a healthy lifestyle even yeah. if you know I drink too much and you know no, all of that malarkey you but, um, <laughs> I do though I just you know I, I believe in it and I just I think you should exercise and you should have a drink and you should eat chocolate and you should have a curry and you should eat a kebab if you want to eat a kebab I just think that you should just be aware of what calories are in things and yeah. and you know and what it does to your body and exactly. and the restricting is just such a an evil way to treat yourself because you know you are basically punishing yourself you're punishing the one thing that keeps you going in life and that's you know you and your mental and physical health is way more important than living like that 100 percent, yeah absolutely. so where can people find you if they want you to be an ethical personal <laughs> trainer so i am on well they can find me mostly on instagram at louise white underscore fitness um, and on there, I have a link to my website, which um, you can like, fill in a form and stuff if obviously you want to find out a little bit more. Um, but my main online presence is Instagram. And also I do have a Facebook page um, as well, which is the same. Can you me. pop your link underneath the um, post at the end so everyone can yes, find you as well? of course. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, I'm just that's really what I'm passionate about and helping people learn in the best way possible how to live a healthy lifestyle. Um but still enjoy life. At the end of the day, life is short. Do you know what I mean? Don't waste it dwelling over that bit of chocolate you had or that. Just enjoy a balanced, healthy lifestyle and, yeah, live your best, best life. That's what I always want to say. Totally agree. Anyway, we end all of the podcasts with the eight-mile moment. So I don't give a shit what anyone thinks about me. I love Eminem and I love the movie The Eight Mile. And he does all of his rap battles by saying all the worst things about him. He's skinny is white. His mum lives in a trailer. So that his opponent can't say anything bad back to him. So, Louise, what's the worst thing about you? What's the worst thing about me? Mm. I can probably be quite judgmental. Um, and that's probably mostly to myself 
but probably to those closest to me as well. <laughs> I just say it how it is, which isn't always the best thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, probably probably could work on that a little bit. No, I'm exactly the same. There's nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And before I go, I just need to remind everyone that if you are running your salon and you're on Instagram, then we're doing the hashtag challenge this month or well, forevermore. But this month it's um, my salon at Christmas. So if you want to join the um, hashtag my salon this month, then get over to Instagram. You can win lots of prizes. Claire's dealing with that. So I have no idea what they are. But jump over there and join in with the hashtag challenge because there are some amazing salons promoting their business this month and we all need to help them because they've been closed longer than everyone else so if you could help that would be amazing anyway if anyone wants to be on the podcast or you want to sponsor a podcast you can contact us at info at find-surveyors.co.uk say goodbye louise thank you so much for having me bye thanks bye